check, check, mic check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show, presented by Truck Hero and Pro Taper. On PulpMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. It's Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Presented by Truck Hero, Get, and Pro Taper. All on board with us today. It's Thursday, noon Pacific, March 9th. Sorry for the delay there. I was adjusting the uh, the site to have it show up. Thanks, Troy Boy, for the uh, informational text to tell me that I did not adjust the date. Appreciate it. Hey, the folks at uh, at uh, Fly Racing, the light hydrogen race, where they continue to develop and improve the light hydrogen line. This stuff is awesome. People love it, and uh, it works really well. It sells well. It's the gear of choice for most of the athletes that Fly has, whether it's Canard, Pike, uh, Millsaps, Baggett, Benny Boss, any of these dudes, the Antignaps, they love the Fly. Light hydrogen gear, minimalist racewear design for maximum stretch and maximum performance. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. We appreciate it. Daytona time. That's right, Daytona coming up, round 10 of the uh, Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series, and uh, something different uh, for sure that the racers will face uh, Eli Tomac, Ryan Dungey in a battle, 24-point lead for Ryan Dungey right now. Uh, oh, also, too, hey, Truck Hero, Pro, uh, Pro Taper, and Get all on board with us. Truck Hero, proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR Suzuki team. Uh, from the inside of your vehicle to the outside, Truck Hero has you covered with premium brands. To learn more about Truck Hero, go to truck-hero.com. Get, the technology that made Get Riders world champions, is finally available on the market. The LCGPA Lou Launch Control System, developed by the Get Engineers, to help you nail the whole start. Destroy the start, get the start. With Git, 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 Reed, Web, JGR guys all use Git. And Pro Taper, of course, Geico Honda, Rockstar Energy Husky, JGR Suzuki, all using uh, Pro Taper, whether it's the Fusion Bar, the one-third waffle grip, the Twister Throttle Tube, the Micro Bar, the Foot Pegs, the Sprockets, everything else, ProTaper.com. Jason Wygant and Paul Parabinos coming up on the show. And thanks, uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. Give us a call to, uh, to talk some Daytoner, as Chad Reed would call it. Uh, greatly appreciate you guys. We are going to give away a Fly Elite Onset helmet to a lucky uh, caller uh, at 702-586-7857. Um, yeah, just give us a call, and uh, maybe you'll win the helmet. Maybe you won't, but ask us a question anyways. Ask Wygan a question or Parabinos, whatever you want. Big news, Jeremy Martin, the Geico Honda team, is stepping in to a 450 uh, coming up this weekend for Daytona. Of course, the Daytona Supercross is by Honda. It's always been by Honda, and uh, so definitely Honda wants to have the best bikes, the most bikes out there, and Jeremy Martin is one of them. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down in the uh, in the trenches, the 
Tis legendary. Hey, Steve. Well, your guy. Uh-huh. We had no show last week. I yeah, were not able to follow up. The first week, I finally admit that I was concerned. Yeah. Then he yep. goes and gets a win. and. Yep. Has a good week last week. He didn't win, but he definitely looked a lot spicier than he had in the past. No, we had a show after the Minneapolis win. No. No, we did not. We did not. We did not. Never nope. mind. So. We didn't get a They talk traded. About that. They, ta- they both yes. started ninth, the opposite weeks, and yes. came through to get second. Uh-huh. Dungey did not have quite the finish that uh, Tomac did no. as far as seconds no. behind, but he looked better, in my opinion, passing faster, things like Still that. Still worried? No. No. No, no I, longer uh, worried. It, it was be- between him getting the win the following week, which which said something, even though, you know, Tomac was coming, you know, I think that Dungey was managing that to a point. Yep. Um, and yeah, Matt, I agree. I agree. Like, everyone wants to make the, the Tomac pulled it within two seconds or right. whatever. Dungey was, I, look, it's I a last lap. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yes. I'm not going to. I think Tomac rode better uh-huh. than Dungey did this week uh-huh. in Toronto. But, yeah, I'm not going right. to say, like, oh, you know. I think that with Dungey riding the way he is now, he's uh, will be able to manage things better than the way he seemed to have been riding the few weeks before where it was just, like, seemed like he was way yeah. off his game and things yeah. like that. So. Well... You know, Tomac's not known for his consistent starts. Exactly. This weekend's track blows chunks. Right. Start is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I like Ryan's ability to pull a start over yep. Eli's consistently. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. always, but consistently. Right. So, Dunge can put a few more points on this thing. I think that's obviously shocker. Dunge's consistency is going to be what does it for him. Not so. worried anymore, though. No. Okay. No, not uh-huh. right now. I feel better. I had a huge sigh of relief after the win and everything. I said, well, I feel like an idiot. It's the first week I think I ever say, I'm not worried about him. Then he goes and wins. I'm like, well, I'm okay with that. So, All right, let's get our next guest, uh, Wygan, on the line from RacerX Online. I'll take this very important call from Jeremy. Jeremy, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, not a whole lot. Just uh, enjoying the fly racing show again. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted, wanted to comment on the the lit kid or best dress, whatever we're doing now, is that Zach Osborne's gear did look pretty sick, even Bro, without that red plate. Well, I liked it, and I thought the red plate was going to put it over the top. I even told the uh, Seven Deuce Deuce that. I'm like, dude, because he he likes to he keeps track of everything, bike and helmet and boots and and everything. And I said, dude, that that gear with that with that plate looks really good. Um, and he said, "Yeah, it does, man. It looks sick, or whatever." And then come out, come the nominees, and uh, and uh, no go. So, you know, uh, I got you. okay because everybody's voting, correct? Yeah, it's a vote. Yeah, Clayson. No, uh, the the three guys are picked by Intignav only, and right. then and then the people right. vote. Right, right. Gotcha. And I guess I'm a, I've got the Intignav problem. I'm kind of partial to that red and white. I think it always looked good. Yeah, regardless. Why? Well, so, yeah, the, yeah. I think the red plate made it look really good. It made it look pop. I, I, I was surprised he wasn't in the, uh, in the group. To be honest, I really was. I thought he'd be there. But maybe you know he was there last week, so maybe that was it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but. maybe he's trying not to be redundant. Very sure. Oh, one last thing, and I'll let you go. Is I'm pretty damn amazed by the uh, producer job there. Even, even if it is tits this time. Yep. That how he went from talking to me and didn't miss a beat to talking to you. Oh, oh yeah, so, no, no, Tits is cool. hey, he's got this thing down. Remember years of experience in the Pulp Show, and now, now the Moto sixty dude, he's very talented. I mean, let's not push it too far. He's no Travis Marks. <laughs> no, he's yeah. no, he is no Travis Marks. You're right. <laughs> I I know Travis yeah, Marks, Mark. and you, sir, are no Travis Marks. 
right. he's irreplaceable at this point. He can talk all the crap and tell people to suck his balls or whatever like the other guy did. And I don't think you can fire him at this point. Uh, it'd be tough, especially because he's got the keys yeah. to the apps and everything. So I'd, it'd be really tough. <laughs> right. All right. He thanks. destroy you. Thanks, man. Appreciate thank the call. You. All right. Thank you. See, uh, lit kit talk. No best dress tip talk no no just lit kit talk and uh and for that we are eternally thankful um talking about um talking about jack osborne uh two wins out of three and uh looking really really good uh for osborne i think that uh this weekend will be another test for him he's super stoked i know in talking to him he's super stoked about going to um uh daytona this weekend it's someplace that he um always loved to go to loved to race when he was a kid and everything so i think I think this weekend will be really, um, really big um, for Zach Osborne. And Christian Craig. Will Christian Craig uh, getting a win? Um, DV's with him again. He's back in Florida. Um, he told me last week he locked up again in the main event, kind of like what he did in Minneapolis at round one, and that wasn't good. I, I'm waiting for Craig to break out. I really think that skill-wise, Craig is maybe the best in the class. Uh you know, whatever. It's probably debatable, but Craig is a phenomenal rider, and right now it's just not working out for him. So I, I, I look for him to maybe break through uh, Daytona, maybe. It's it's somewhere he's raced before, so he knows it a little bit um, back in the day on a big bike. So it does take a unique skill set to ride Daytona and to race there well. You, Generally speaking, the first time you go there, you're a little overwhelmed with everything. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I definitely think that um, – if anything, it's going to be interesting to see if Craig can break through. The championship's done for him, but from here on out, who knows, right? He can get some wins. He can, uh, he can make it happen. 702-586-7857, Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show, the folks at Pro Taper and everybody else and Truck Hero and Git all on board with us and the Fly Racing guys as well. We uh, we appreciate that. The uh, the race for the 450 title? Well, Marv was sick this weekend, and that didn't go so well. Uh, Marv rode around, kind of didn't qualify that well. Kind of rode around in the in the uh, in the main event, and you, you could see he wasn't himself. So he lost a ton of points. Tomac pulled into second uh, behind Dunge, and uh, and Dunge is just maintaining this thing. Goes when we get Wygan on the phone, I got to ask him about this track too. I got to ask him about this Daytona track because. Last year was the first year it was a little different than what we've seen. It's gone through about a, a bunch of inter, intera- iterations over the years. And last year it really turned into like a turn fest. And I heard there was a reason for that. And I'm not exactly sure what it is. Uh, and then this year it's kind of kind of back to the same old thing. Um, is it is it going to get any interesting? Is it going to get any racing at all? Uh, I'm not sure. It's going to be... Um, Interesting to see if the start plays a huge factor like it normally does in these races, but it might be uh, even more so. We'll have to see. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Adam Cincerillo, going back to the 250s. What's Adam Cincerillo going to do? He's crashed in almost every race this year and crashed pretty good at well as well. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how Adam can uh, can do it. He's close as, as close to a home race as it's going to get for AC in the 250 class. 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. We've got a few lines open. I'm just trying to set the stage for this weekend in Daytona. This is a big race. It's different from everybody else. It's uh, It's weird. It's strange. It's going to be a weird track. Start's going to be even more important, like I said. And so, yeah, let's see. Giving away Fly Elite Onset Helmet today to a lucky caller. 
Does James Stewart make a comeback? I've been asked that so many times on Twitter. People are interested, man. People want to know what's going on. They want to know what's happening. And um, I don't know. It's been radio silence uh, for for him. Um, is he come back? Is he at all coming back? I know he's got a Honda. I know he's been collecting Honda parts. I know that. Uh, other than that, um, I'm not too sure what's going on. I Is he... Is he riding at all? What if he comes out at Daytona and he's ready to go and he's just ripped? I know. I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. But, man, it's strange. You'd think if he was going to come back at all and show up, it'd be Daytona where he's ridden so well in the past. It's his home race. So this means, is he truly done? Is that really it? Is that it for him? It, it it's, uh, it's sad, man. I wish, he, I wish he could try to go out and, you know, ride a little bit. Here and there, do what he wants, make him happy, get on a bike, you know. Um, people aren't ready to let him go, and I don't know if I am either. Tits, I don't know if I'm ready to let Stu go. I just, I don't know. It's not looking good, man. If there was any race he was going to show up, it would be this one. It's the closest, but you think it's the worst <laughs> one that he would want to show up to, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I know he's got a Honda, like I said. Just trying to get a hold of Jason Wygant here on the uh, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Infab. I like Dunge to win, or I like Tomac to win this weekend. I like Dunge to get second. All depends on the start. But really, with 24 points, three points at a time, and that's going to be tough. Dunge is just so damn consistent. He's so there all the time. Um, what can he do? I don't know. Tomac's got to hope somebody can get in between them. Last year at Daytona, Cole Seeley was blazing fast coming through the pack. Uh, I don't know if Seeley can do that again. Also, I, what about um, uh, Marvin? Marvin's been very good at Daytona in the past, and uh, and he's won in the 250 class. Like maybe Marv can get in there. That's all Tomac needs. Tomac has to win almost outright from here on out because he just. You know Dungey's going to be there. You know he's a machine. He's got to win outright, and he's got to get help. Two things has to happen for uh, for for him to pull it off, and that's going to be going to be really tough to do. I think. Anyways, um, all right. Let's get some phone calls. People have been on hold. Ty, what's going on? You want to talk about the amateur race? Yeah, Ty. Yeah, what's up, Ty? Hey, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm mm-hmm. coming down to uh, the Daytona. Okay. This weekend, just, uh, I know you said you're talking about a track. I did see that they got like 17 turns in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know, never been in Florida before. Any advice on sand track, Daytona, stuff I can be looking forward to? You know what? We've got the perfect guy on the line to help you with that because uh, he'll know more about this track than uh, almost. His name Jason Wygant? No, it's Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. we got Paul. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? How are you? Good. So Ty, Ty's racing Daytona amateur race for the first time. Any tips for okay, him? I, r- I raced it last year. That's why I got you on. <laughs> Any tips for Ty? What's a, um, it's a very, very easy track, Ty. Uh, it's sandy in the corner. Are you? Uh, where are you from? Do you ride sand? No, that's the thing. I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, okay. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think you'll have too big of an issue. It's a pretty easy track. I mean, as far as sand goes if it's like super rutted some tricks you could do uh leave a little more air pressure in your tire so your tire doesn't balloon out as much like in ruts and that'll help a bit but um 
riding sand is just something I think you can only get better at when you do it more yourself. Um, I, I was kind of born in it, so I have this awkward uh, way of turning where I sit a little bit far back on the seat. That looks awkward, but it works great in sand for me because um, you want to try to get a lot of your weight more towards the back in sand because, uh, you know, traction, your, your rear wheel is always spinning. Um, yep. But I think I think you'll have a good time. It's a good, well-run program at Daytona. Like I said, the track's really easy. You're not going to have to sweat jumping yeah, any well, big jumps or anything. They're yeah, going to knock it down and make it very simple for you. So yeah, um, what class? Yeah, what class are you riding? Some of the what class are you riding? Old, uh, what's that? What class? Yeah, yeah, 450B. Okay. 450B. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll have a, yeah, you'll have yeah, a good time. Yeah, I just back. It looks like they really tame it down from the you know the pro night. A lot of get rid of a lot of the rhythm sections. I think there's only like one or two in the past couple of years. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, the the race is really one in the turns, the amateur race, because yeah, the obstacles themselves yeah, yeah aren't a problem. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, thank you. Guys. Right. Yeah, no no worries. Thanks, Ty. Appreciate it. Have fun. Yep. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. We can't get a hold of Y yeah. yet, so we pulled an audible and pulled, moved you up. Boom! I'm driving, but I can do this. Yeah, and, drive and talk. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so you're not, you're not not legally in California. <laughs> We're breaking laws, but it's fine. So Jeremy Martin, uh, pro taper rider, Jeremy Martin, riding for um, uh, Honda this weekend. Does he? Uh, he has to try a new bar company. Oh, uh, what are the logi- yeah, what are a, the logistics? He's a guy for the weekend. Right. What are the logistics in that? Um, I, I haven't heard anything of it, so I would imagine they've switched him over, or, the, or maybe he's uh, using a masked, uh, masked pro taper handlebar just because one race. Oh um, yeah, you, I, think, you think they're doing that? I, think they will do that? I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. just a guess. Okay. Well, let's talk about J Mart though stepping in. Uh, first of all, are you surprised Honda did it? Honda went and uh, and got him for this one-off race. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts um, on that? I guess a little surprised. I heard about it. Um, the first I heard about it was back at the Dallas Supercross that, that they were kicking around the idea of doing it. But I get it. It's a Honda race, so why not have another bike on the track? I think it's the best race they could put them at. You know, I think J- Jeremy is um, probably excited for Daytona. It's probably one of his best tracks of the year. There's, you know, um, it's a, I, I, I've seen videos of him. He's blistering fast, but just how he is on his, on his 250. So the big thing is, is, you know, I think, he just has to work out the things that he's had problems with in the 250 class, but it's going to be exemplified in the 450 class. They're, you know, yeah. everyone's faster in that class, so um, he's got to figure out how to take off from the starting gate and be better on the first lap to give himself a shot at finishing. I think where he wants to finish, which I would, I would, which is what I would imagine would be in the side of the top five. But that would, uh, that would be a really successful 450 debut. But I yeah. have him probably somewhere in the um, seven to ten range. Yeah, it, if there's any race for him to kind of make up 450 Supercross debut in, Paul, Daytona's a good one. He's good here. He likes it. He's fast. Yeah. It's, you know. For sure. For sure. I think it's a, you know, like I said, he's been he's great on that type of soil, and uh, I think he's going to be – I think he'll qualify very, very well. I, I would I would guess that he qualifies in the top five would be my guess. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think so. Let's okay. Let's say – Let's say four to six range he qualifies. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see if I'll, I'll probably be wrong on Saturday, but that's my guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. It's but people need to remember it's a Daytona Supercross by Honda. They want a guy. They want yes. they, you know they want to make a splash. Everything else, you know. I'm almost surprised they didn't pick somebody else. Also, you know, and put him on a, on a big bike yeah. or whatever. And and it's working. We're we're talking about it. We're we're you know it's it's already a topic of discussion and news. So so yeah. I was talking about the Tomac Dungey race uh, coming in. There's seven races left. So, like, 
Tomac basically has to win almost every weekend, Paul, and he has uh-huh. to hope someone gets in between because Donge will not make a mistake. He will just be on the podium. Obviously, he got fourth a few weeks ago. It was only his third time in like 60 races off the podium. So you really – Tomac has to not only win, which is hard enough, he has to hope people get in between him, whether it's Anderson, Marvin, uh, um, you know, one of these guys that can get in between. It, it's – it's a really tough task. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, I mean, unfortunately he's in this position, you know, he's got himself in this position. Yeah. He had a, he had a DNF at Dallas, which was unfortunate. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, you're not, I, I think Daytona is a race where maybe he can make up more points than he's thinking. I really think, uh, I really think Baggett's going to be very, very good there. And Baggett starts have been good. I honestly think Baggett can, fight for for the win possibly at daytona I, really my hunch especially because I, I think so i mean i think eli obviously is is the favorite is favored to win and yeah. i'm probably yep you know I, i'm being a fan a little bit when i say that but because i we all want to see something exciting or something new yeah. in, a, in a good race but but uh i i, I wouldn't be I, I i think baggett is on the podium pretty much um I don't want to say automatic, but yeah. I have him in the top three. I would say for sure. Yep. So you would have Dunge. So you that have, could maybe yeah. that could maybe get it get in between Dunge and Tomac. So I mean, if I had to guess right now, I think Eli wins. I think Baggett gets second. I think Dunge gets third. Why is Baggett so good at Daytona? Whether it goes back to the Pro Circuit days or even you know when when he was a 450 Supercross rookie, he podium Daytona. So yeah, why is he so, so good I, there? I, I think it's a combination of a lot of things, but most of it being mental. When he go, you know, I've I've been at Pro Circuit when Blake raced Daytona, and um, he's just automatically confident when he goes there. He loves the feeling. He's mm-hmm. driving now. He's driving from his own place in Florida to um, to go race there, and I think he just likes the atmosphere. He knows it's a track that lends itself to his kind of style and his strength. So. I'm a big believer in mental of all these guys, and I think he just goes into the weekend mentally thinking that, hey, it's going to be a good weekend, and that always that always snowballs um, into a good weekend. It happened last weekend for Brock Tickle. He yeah. went into that weekend knowing he's like, hey, I've got my first podium here. I've got my first win here, um, and he did great. So these guys are delicate flowers, as you say many times before, and, <laughs> and mental is, is trumps all, I think. So I know. I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, looking at the track um... – it kind of sucks again. 17 turns, JT told me. Like, I don't exactly know what's going on, why they did the last – last year was a radical sort of redesign, and I don't think it worked, and I don't think this year's is going to work really either. Yeah, I, I, I glanced at the track, I think, a couple of days ago. I, the big thing I noticed was they put the start on the other end. Um, it, I, I don't I, – again, I didn't look at it too tight but, or too yeah. much, but it sounds like it's tight from what JT has said. If there's that many turns, that's a lot. So, <laughs> um I, I don't know. Starts are going to be important, but like I said, if Blake Baggett can get a whole shot, which he's been at the front a lot, I think he can really start to run away. And I think it also, we're going to have to look at the lap times and see how that's going to affect because now for the first time in the history of Daytona, we're not going off laps. We're going off times. Usually times are over a minute, but I think the last few years at Daytona, they've been around, you know, 120 or so. So I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. We'll probably still be around, 19, 20, 21 laps. Yeah, so, I think I think it ends up being 20, um, 20 laps. I really do. So yeah, so maybe no change there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine there's a lot of things that are preventing things from happening as far as track design goes. Is mm-hmm. you know Daytona is pretty crazy as far as the groundskeepers there. They're pretty 
they're pretty nuts. Yep. Um, so yep. they're probably okay. like, hey, you can't touch this patch of grass over here, things like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's all no. speculation. But uh, you, Yeah, you could be right. This is where Dale Jr. <laughs> lo- Dale Jr. loves this patch of, patch of grass. You can't touch it. You know, <laughs> exactly, whatever. things like that. Yeah. Uh, we are th- pulling an audible on the uh, Fly Helmet. We are going to give away Fly Racing set of kinetic mesh gear that launches tomorrow. Brand new gear for oh, the cool. folks at Fly Racing. So uh, that's what we're going to give away, Fly Kinetic Mesh Gear. Never mind the helmet. Uh, we got an audible in, in the middle of, of the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, so what point do you think – so let's say Baggett does get in between Tomac and Dunge, right? And he's been really yeah. good this year, better than people think. Uh, when you look at his qualifying t- speed and his heat race speed and things like that, at what point does DeCoster go over to Baggett? near the end at the final race does does anything happen um no i mean i don't think anything's happening yet and no i don't think that i don't think that would be a case uh i i would imagine if it comes down to it and it's in a last race situation then yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um i mean they ktm husky has the biggest alliance within pits of anybody they have essentially eight 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 riders on their team at once so that's yeah, crazy um, when you think about it that way, right? <laughs> when you think about yeah, when you think about Rocky Mountain and Husky and and KTM, then yeah, they they do. So that's that's their ace up their sleeve, I would say. But they've never had to use it, and I don't think they would want to use it. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to Vegas, and they're like, hey, Eli has a is back three points. Dungey yeah. has to finish right behind him no matter what. Like, hey, right. guys, help us out a little bit. I yeah. don't think that would be a conversation that would be outside the realm of possibility at all. Yeah, I, I agree. Paul Parabinas from ProTaper, <laughs> ProTaper.com, the official bars and sprockets of the uh, Rockstar Husky team, the Geico Honda team, the JGR Suzuki team as well. Um, and uh, they got a new rider, Kyle Cunningham, again this weekend. God, those guys. Yeah, those, yeah. Those poor guys. <laughs> poor JGR guys. They've been through a lot of guys this year, and no, no real fault of their own either. So that's just, um, hey, man, that's the way it goes sometimes. And uh, they're maybe they're getting everything right and aligned for to have a great, uh, great 2018 because it's sure been rough this year. But hey, those they're good guys over there. They kept their spirits up. They're putting people on the bike, which I love to see. Yeah, as, as a as a sponsor of the of the team. So. Yeah, hopefully Cunningham does good this weekend. Let me ask you this: Does it uh, does it affect their ProTaper budget because everybody uses a different bend? All their replacement guys are using different bends or anything. <laughs> yeah, it always affects it a little bit. I always have to come out a little bit more than you know because Cunningham's on a different bend than. <laughs> right, but, uh, that's what I'm saying. So it, it affects yeah. it a little bit, and you know, like the KT the KJSC bikes getting stolen after Atlanta oh, that yeah. affected. Yeah. That was probably about a. You know, around a four thousand dollar hit to to my brand after shipping and and sure. parts and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I never but, uh, I never, I never know, thought of that. It happens. Yep. Yeah, um, so, but we right. build it. We build it into the budget and plan for it. So let's get to some phone calls. Yeah. Shaq, you agree with Paul on the podium? You think Baggett's going to get in between? Yeah. No, I feel like Baggett's going to get second, just like he said. And uh, Anderson, I'm going with him for third. He he looked good at the MXGP. I think the outdoor track style mix with supercross his speed that he's been having good i don't think musk is gonna do good doing with the flu and everything that he had uh-huh. last weekend okay well i don't know how dunge i don't know how in a race like they told you you cannot put dunge on the podium but i don't know yeah i don't know i just i always think like just the consistency in him like there's sure. always just that one day that's not going to come out and i think it's gonna be this weekend all right man thanks for the call no problem. And also, we just ordered some of that kinetic uh, mesh gear at our uh, shop today. Oh, nice. Kinetic. Cool. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be debuting this weekend. Thanks, man. Yeah. What are you, in a wind tunnel, Paul? Are you, are you testing um, a wind tunnel? 
Now I'm standing in line to get some lunch. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, what's going on? How are you? Hey, not too bad. How's it going, guys? Good. What's happening? Hey, you guys touched on the lap times a, a bit, but do you think with all the turns and it looks like they got a wall jump, they would alter the track if it was under 20 laps? No, no, I don't think so. No, I, I think that it is what it is. Time main events, whatever, whatever that is, whether it's twenty six laps or, you know, eighteen. Huh? So, all right. Second question: yep. Does anyone have Alex Martin for uh, uh, podium win? I don't know. What do you think, Paul? Amart, Daytona. I mean, yeah, it could definitely happen, but but uh, honestly, like th- th- these races are so start dependent, and and is. I think I, I think maybe he gets a bump at Day, at Daytona. I was thinking about this the other day. I, I, I think Amart gets a little bump. I think Christian Craig maybe gets a little bit of a of a, what's the what's the opposite of a bump? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, a drag. Yeah, a drag. No, like, yeah. yeah, I guess because Christian's so unbelievable in the whoops, and there isn't going to be normal whoops like this. I mean, it's like Christian Craig is like the uh, is like Happy Gilmore hitting the long ball <laughs> as far as in the whoops. Like he's right. unbelievable. So that is kind of taken out of his his plan here but um he's up trending and really really man i i think it all depends on the start yeah Jer, uh, alex martin can definitely on the be on the podium and osborne i would expect to be there savachi cincerillo uh nichols yeah. uh, and martin they could all be on the podium but it, it really just depends on who's gonna get the better start i think nichols and i'm looking for nichols unfortunately it's that simple nichols has been great podium last week this and, and uh, last week in minneapolis this week in toronto really good i think nichols outdoor skills though they, they weren't great and so daytona yeah. maybe he drops back off his pace a little bit you know i i 100 percent agree with that um yeah. but uh i think i don't know how you cannot say zach osborne on the podium and i don't know how you cannot say uh, joey savacci on the podium at this race Two kind of outdoor, good shape, gnarly guys. So that leaves one spot. Yeah. So, um, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Chance, what's up, man? You got you're going. You want to know the plan for going to your first ever Supercross race? Uh, yeah, I uh, basically just bought uh, the St. Louis tickets, pit pass, and stuff. Just not really sure how to go about, you know, with everything. What to expect, especially being you know out there in St. Louis. It's one of the smaller ones, so no. St. Louis is good. St. Louis is good, man. Indoor pits, right, Paul? I mean, it's easy to go from yeah, the track St. to the pits. Yeah, St. Louis is awesome. Yeah, good. It's got, awesome. Um, got good. Yeah, dirt. the other thing I had here. Um, I currently work for for uh, a bigger trucking company, JB Hunt, and uh, we do a lot with Target. And I know you know they're with Dungey and, and the uh, PPG. We do a lot with them, and you know with Tomac. Mm-hmm. Uh, how often do other riders you know try to go out of out of the industry for sponsors um probably not as much as they could their agents are supposed to be doing that you don't see a lot of it though, you know but um, yeah yeah i mean they're definitely everybody's trying to get everything you know teams and everything else so um they're working on it for sure but it's tough man when you look at somebody like chad reed who has wmg behind him who who does major league baseball and and nfl and, and all the action sports guys and you know obviously they got discount tire for a few years but when Chad Reed can't keep a sponsor for a title team, I don't, I don't know what the hope the other guys don't have, you know? So Yeah, I mean, we have the the NASCAR. Um, we sponsor a, a few cars in NASCAR. So, I mean, I, I, I would like to, you know, just see our logo out there. Uh, yeah, you know, it up. might even help us, you know, with the uh, Hook it up, Chance. Yeah, hook it up. You're the, you're the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll try. I'll, I'll, that guy to, uh, to influence someone who makes some decisions yeah exactly get somebody on and i'll paul and i will collect a percentage on the deal it'll be perfect <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome what, yeah. what do you like a, a 
Thirty thirty percent? Two percent consulting fee. No, nah, we'll go we'll go ten percent, I think, usually. Ten percent will work, Chance. Oh, ten percent. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, great. Awesome. Awesome, man. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Have good luck in St. Louis. Have fun. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Paul. Thanks for uh, picking up the baton that we dropped. We really appreciate it here on the show. Oh, no worries. And uh, have fun at uh, lunch and protaper.com. Support the uh, support the guys at ProTaper, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We got a brand new website, so everyone go there and oh, check it out. Everything's yeah. everything's uh, it's a lot easier to navigate. We have a fit by bike fit by bike feature. Um, so yeah, I'm pumped on where we're at with the website. Finally, it's been a while. So yeah, check it out. Sweet. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. All right. I'll, I'll see you Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Monday. All right. Yeah. See you. All right. Paul Parabinos from ProTaper. ProTaper.com. We're giving away a set of fly racing kinetic mesh gear that drops tomorrow. And, uh, the racers will be on it. The fly guys will be in it at Daytona this weekend. Should be awesome. And with that, let's bring in our next guest. He's from Racer X Online. He's the voice of Daytona. Jason Wygant. Yeah. You are the voice yeah. of Daytona. Not the voice of three o'clock, though. Why? What do you mean? They just, they just do the night show, right? That's it? That's all they care? No, no, no. I need three o'clock today. Or, sorry, noon, your time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, don't even, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, but I will be the voice of, uh, the voice of Daytona for many, many hours. Uh, practically 48 straight, I think, Saturday and then Sunday also. Oh, yeah. You got to do the RC amateur race. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We got David Iser there, though, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yep. So, Rocket Rob, is he in? Yeah, I believe it's same. Rocket Rob and Kevin Kelly. But, man, poor Rocket Rob. I think he's down to one gig. Jeez, unbelievable. That's pipes yeah, in the sport. the mighty sport. fall. And this is, uh, this is Jeremy McGrath, you know, not able to get a ride anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and you, you do, you've, you've talked about it before, that Daytona gig is pretty sweet, right? They basically say, can you please come to a meeting at 11 a.m., and then can you yeah. please come back at 7 for the show? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm in there, you know, in the press room just hanging out with people or doing Racer X stuff, and they're just smiling the whole time. Like, <laughs> there's no, like, hey, we need to get more out of you, uh, which every other announcing gig on earth right. uh, would be like that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, mm-hmm. it's the ultimate. Um, Jason Wygant mm-hmm. on the uh, Fly Racing uh, Moto 60 show. We used to track. Now, last year, you got some intel on why the track was so crappy. And I don't remember what it was. It was a sprinkler head location and, and bikes flying into the crowd. Fear fear of that? Yeah, I'm I'm vague now. I'm trying to remember. Somebody just find the archive of last year's show. Right. And I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I believe um, something from, like, the legal standpoint. You know, uh, who? I can't remember who it was. It was a 250 rider. Was it Hampshire? Someone ended up. You know, I may be hitting that fence. Again, I don't think anyone was injured. But uh, someone in, I guess, 2015 got off the side of the track, and that scared people. So then they lost space. I think they had to move the fences in, so they lost some space there. And then sprinklers are a bigger issue than they used to be. I guess there's more waterways underneath the grass, so they lost more room there. So they just keep losing ground from what I'm hearing. And then the track changes uh, are... They're pretty much based around that. Yeah. And yeah, last year's track, reading back last year's race report and everything, lots of negativity. So it's totally different this year, so maybe it's maybe they're working around it better. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's going to not be great again. Um, 
What? <laughs> not be great. Not be great. <laughs> like the anti-Trump. Right. Let's make it not. Let's have it not be great. Uh, again. Well, I'm hesitant to blow it out too much because let's see it. Right. Let's watch it. You know, and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's tough, man. I, I, you're just. It's just tough. I mean, it's working with a very weird. I don't think it's just a small amount of space. I think it's a weirdly shaped uh, space. Yeah. Um, now, the only thing I wonder, uh, this the time main event, the last time situation, we haven't really thought about it in Daytona, um, in Daytona terms yet. You know, I think you got some chicanes and turns in there and stuff, uh, which I think we're not designed to just slow the riders down to make it safer, mm-hmm. but it does add to the lap time. So as we've been saying, you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to add to the lap time. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe that helps, but looking at that track map, it's still got a lot of turns. Yeah, you know, it really does. Um, what, what, give me a, okay, we got a stew pie. What percent, oh what percent does stew show up? Uh, racing wise or just there? Uh, let's go both. Let me go both. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day that, you know, his brother does race and his brother essentially has a team. I mean, there's a whole semi for one guy and one bike. Mm -hmm. So for James to just not even go at all seems a little weird. But for him to go also seems weird because he's clearly playing incognito, right? So, oh, my God, he's going to be at – how is he going to be able to move around without answering any questions if he does go? So – in that sense, you think he wouldn't go. As far as racing, I'm giving it zero percent. And I, if he and, doesn't uh, race, if he doesn't race, he doesn't show. And I don't think he races, so therefore I don't think he shows. I give it a ten percent. I give it a ten percent chance that he's there hanging out with his brother, and a zero percent chance that he's there as a racer. Are you on JT's side? Like you just think he's done? Is this it? Because I know he's got a Honda, and I know he's got Honda parts. I've said it a few times. Here's what I think the problem is. I don't think he wants to go out this way, but I also don't think he knows how to not go out this way, so he's just doing neither. You know what I mean? Like, we all know that James Stewart should not go out with a random 14th at Washougal and just be struggling. You know what I mean? Like, last year was a disaster. It was embarrassing. He was getting lapped. You know, that's just not, and it's not just a James Stewart thing. Anyone that's, as I said, top five, top 10, top 20 all-time guy, any of them, that's just not the way you want it to end. So I think he knows that. He doesn't want it to end like it did, but I think he also can't figure out how to prevent it. I mean, he knows he's been around long enough. He probably knows how hard he has to work and how he has to feel on that motorcycle mm-hmm. to not have another bad race. You can't just make that happen. You yeah. can't just get it back. Yep. So I don't know what he does now. And I keep hearing people say, well, why hasn't he announced his retirement? Why doesn't he come to Supercross and do like a victory lap? I'm like, because he's not retired. Yeah. He's not retired. That's why. Yeah. No, I think that, I think you're right. I think he's trying to figure it out. And I think, yeah. and it's a lot of work to get it back. So. Uh, we learned that last year. Like, you know, one a comparison that I haven't heard much was, do you remember when uh, Mike Tyson had to be gone for a year, right? He was in jail. Yeah. I'm, I'm not equating uh, uh, Stu to going to jail, but he basically <laughs> was not allowed to compete yeah. for whatever it was, a year or two or something. Yeah, 18 months, I think. And everyone was like, yeah, whatever, however long it was. And they were like, oh, but you just wait till he gets out. He's going to be so fired up and in such shape, he's going to be better than ever. But then I heard boxing experts say, no, man, you can't not practice boxing for a year. You're going to lose something. 
And I think we saw that. Like, even James, as good as he is, could not not race for essentially a year and a half and come back at his old level, especially not at 30 years old. So now what do you do? Now what do you do? Um yeah, there were people. Yeah. Turn back the, mm-hmm. there, well, there were people saying there, there was people saying he was going to come back. He was Cujo, you know. He wanted oh, yeah, wins, Cujo. you know. There were people saying that, like he was wins were like his blood he needed, you know, flesh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Some people were saying that, but do you remember like the Mike Tyson hype when he first came? Oh back? yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was like, huge. Look out, dude! And no. he wasn't as good anymore. And no. it's like, okay, that's any sport to take a year off in a competitive environment. Especially when you're maybe a little older, yeah. You know, James is 23. Maybe it's I don't know how you get it back. Here's the unfortunate thing: it almost had a story, like the end of James Stewart. Really, he went one-one at High Point. Do you remember this? Dungey was there, Roxham was there. He handled them. He handled them that day at High Point. And that weekend was the rumor that some dude was going to get popped for the drug test. We didn't even know it was him. It ended up being him. And it was like a day later, like Monday or something. Yeah. That really should be the ending. That would be fine. Yeah. A 1-1 at High Point, a track he's got history with, racer as a kid, Dungey and Roxham were there. He went 1-1. He handled them. That would be the ending. But how does he go all the way back to doing that one more time just to retire again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're... But you know what? People are probably getting mad right now at us for discussing James Stewart because that's the way people are. But it's fascinating on my Twitter feed and the Pulp Show Twitter feed how many James Stewart questions we get. It really is. I know people. Well, especially now. I mean, Daytona is a little different than. I mean, I think people are like, if there's any race that maybe it would be, it would be Daytona. That's a close one. I don't think people were thinking, well, Detroit's going to be it. You know, <laughs> it's almost like Daytona or bust. Yeah. So I think it's hot right now. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, let's get to Dark Side. Dark Side. What's going on, man? I know you had a question for uh, Parabinos, but we got we got rid of him. We got we got Wygant. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I was just going to tell him how much I like the bars that I just started running, but all good. Um, Daytona. So I'm kind of with Paul. Um, I see Tomac winning, Baggett second. Yeah. I don't think I'm seeing Dungey off the box this week. I think uh, Reedy or Kennard. I'd like to say jokingly, JS Seven going to get up there in the top three. Yeah, we each Paul. Yeah, think, Paul. Paul called it. Said uh, uh, Tomac Baggett Dunge this weekend. I don't know, man. When you lock in. As we've kind of seen this year, when you lock it, the races are going to be 21 minutes no matter what. It's just hard for Dunge not to even get second. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. I know. <laughs> just thought. It's hard. Baggett's yeah. really good. I mean, I could see him getting third for sure, but I don't know if I'm going to call it. I mean, if he gets third, yeah, yeah I could see it happening. But I know. JT was pretty adamant. High. JT was pretty adamant that Dunge wasn't catching Baggett in Toronto, and I'm like, I don't know, man. It was still early. Like... You know, I mean, let's not forget, Dunge, you know, Dunge pulled away from Baggett pretty well in Atlanta, and Baggett almost got caught by Anderson. Now, Blake's having a good year. I'm not trying to, this isn't the shit on Blake show, but I'm just saying Dunge is still, to me, on another level. Yeah, I mean, Baggett's definitely riding really well, and you figure this track's going to be good for him. He's won it a bunch of times in the 250s and got a podium there in the 450s and all that. But, you know, it's almost like you're taking your best Baggett, and it's almost like equal to Dunge. Right, yeah, at the best right. case scenario, yeah. uh, as opposed to stamping that he's got him, yeah. uh, that he's got him covered. Dark so, side, dark side. Yeah. How do you think J-Mart does this weekend? J-Mart, man, I think J-Mart's going to do well. I'm going to go top six. 
Okay. All right. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think. I think Jmart's going to look good. He's man. I think he's fired up, and that Honda's going to get him going. Yeah, I feel top six. Weege, where, where you got Jmart? Uh, I'll go eighth. Yeah, okay. I'm. I would go six to ten. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Side. Thank you. His, uh, hey, hey, can I ask you something real quick? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. The the gear you're giving away that's dropping tomorrow is that like a whole line of multi- different colors or is that just a one time deal like the LE stuff? No, no, high-dice? yeah, it's it's their it's their eighteen stuff I would believe or, or oh, seventeen okay. and a half, seventeen and a half, yeah. 17 and a half uh, all new colors, right. like all different colorways. Yep. Bitching, I'm gonna get on their website tomorrow and order some. All right, man, cool. Thanks, thanks. man. Appreciate it. What do you what were you gonna say about Jmart Weege? One thing that's tough for him is that I know Roxon is out and a few dudes are hurt, but for the most part, the field is still pretty strong. Yep. I mean, you look at that top 12 every week. So in the past, we've seen Roxon or Dean come in as fill-in dudes uh, and do well at that race, but I think he has more guys to deal with. I mean, you're looking at weekends where Anderson is has a problem and ends up out of the top 10. Like You don't just show up and beat a guy like that. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get to Mark. Mark, what's going on? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Get, Pro Taper, and Truck Hero. What's happening? Get, get. Get, get. Yeah, I had a question. I had a question about uh, Honda. How long have they ran the Daytona Supercross? Oh, geez, we each. I, I know the 80s for sure. How long has it been Daytona Supercross by Honda? Uh, it's actually a little over 25 years. Because at some point, maybe two years ago or so, they were celebrating 25 years of it. So maybe we're up to 27-ish. So where does that put it? That would put it uh, like you know, right around late 80s? Yeah, late 80s sometimes. 89, yep. something like that. Yep. Is, is there ever a chance that the uh, all-powerful, all-seeing, omnipotent uh, Monster Energy ever takes it over? Um, I think they probably would like it, huh, Weech? I don't know. Daytona people are are unique, for sure. I don't know if they would – I don't even know if Daytona would go after Monster, you know? I, I don't know. What do you think, Weech? No, uh, I know that uh, when they announced the 25, Honda was, like, adamant that, like, and we're renewing it and we're back in a big way. I think one thing to remember about Bike Week that's unique is I think Honda sees it not just as Supercross, but they at least want to think of Bike Week as, like, every type of motorcyclist is there hanging out. So I think that's why that signage has, like, extra value because they're hoping that some sport bike guys and some Harley-type dudes and all these other people happen to go by and they see all the Honda stuff. And remember, if anyone's been to Daytona, there's a giant parking lot with demo rides of street bikes of all the brands. So Mm -hmm. I think the motorcycle companies are a little more interested in Daytona and throwing money around than they are at any other race. Yeah. There you go, Mark. All right, what's the uh, chanceability that we ever see a Weege and Mathis uh, hair scramble team race? Wow, now Weege is a big, you know, trophy plaque winner at GNCC, maybe maybe down the road. Yeah, I don't know, maybe that'd be held back. Might be held back. Um, it'd, be, it'd be good. Hey, Mark, do you ride? Yeah, I do. You want to you want the set of fly gear? Sure, I'll take it. 2017 and a half fly kinetic mesh gear. Uh, we'll get to Tinset. Tinset. Tits will get your information, and uh, we will uh, hook you up with it. Thanks for listening, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get let's go some more Stu questions. Why not? What's up, Dave? You got a question about Stu? Yes, sir. I got a question about Stu since we just on the show, and since the uh, since you're on the show too, so it'd be a double question. Sure. With uh, Bell's rating, uh, possibly I don't really follow it. We try those if they're stagnant because of the racing. And they were getting put on Fox Sports 2 more. And I don't know. Like, the two guys that are running the races, that's basically how people watch what you guys race. Has Feld, do you ever think Feld would bring Stu in 
would pay Stu to show up just to get ratings up? Like, would that be a possibility? Uh, I mean, they pay Ricky. I would think they pay Wyndham something. Um, what do you think, Weed? Do you think Feld ever gets Stu on the payroll? To do, like, I'm, yeah, again, I'm sure Ricky and I'm sure when Wyndham was coming in to transfers and do some announcing, I'm sure they got paid. But as a racer to compete in the race, no. they are not ever going to start that. No, uh, I don't precedent. think. I mean, there's been. I don't you know. think that's what you mean. Do you mean that, David? Oh. To pay to race or pay to show up? Uh, pay the race right now. Oh, he's still, he's no, still no, no chance of that. No, they can't start that. But they would he, not he want to ever start that precedent. I had a, yeah, I had a team owner one time claim that Two Two Motorsports is actually owned by Feld because they wanted Chad Reed to stay out there. I can't even tell you that the ball of wax and uh, Pandora's box that that would turn yeah. into if they started paying anyone to show money. It'll never happen. And the TV stuff. That's just it, dude. That's got nothing to do with it. It's not like Fox looks at the point standings on Monday and says, you're getting demoted to Fox Sports 2. Yeah. Um, you just wrote a really I good article about this. Yeah. yeah, I keep trying to explain to people, we're just part of a gigantic universe. The decisions are being made are nothing to do with our sport individually. All right, David. Thanks, man. Well, well, can I ask one yeah. last thing? I don't know what he... Thanks, David, for calling. Um, oh, I said he was going to ask one more thing. Hello. Yeah, oh, well. Sorry, bud. Um... Jason Wygott on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. We just gave away the Kinetic Mesh 2017 and a half gear launching this weekend. Every Fly Rider will have it. The full field will be covered in Fly Kinetic Mesh. Colors everywhere, Weege. Bag it. Bag it on the podium with that gear. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, That's right? People think. Absolutely. Yep. Are, are you surprised at Osborne's, I don't want to say dominance because it's only two wins and three races, what kind of dominance? Are you surprised? Oh, I'm surprised. And, yeah, I think you can call it dominance as much as you can for this amount of time. I mean, he hasn't been threatened. He's been in control of every situation. I know he happened to throw away the race in uh, mini, but for the most part, he's had everyone covered. He's had it handled uh, the whole time. Every practice, heats, mains, every lap pretty much. Uh, I didn't expect that. I mean, again, we're as we said in our preseason podcast for this, He's racing against Savachi, who was better than him last year. Same guy. And it's not like Savachi is a slacker or is on a crap team. He's just improved that much. So I have to be a surprise to see a guy step up like that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's hard not to see Osborne and Savachi on the podium this weekend. It's just a matter of whether AC joins him. It's his home race. Um, maybe Craig gets back in there. Ferrandis? Yeah, it's so hard to judge Daytona because I think the knee-jerk reaction we all have is you just try to think, okay, just think how gnarly and long and hot and rough and outdoor style and just think about that. How does that work to the crop of guys that you're going to have racing? But Daytona's just this weird animal. It's like it works. There are some hardcore outdoor guys that don't do well there, mm-hmm. and there are some super crossy type guys that do, and then there's some that don't. It's, it's really a strange situation to to try to predict it's not just go off the nationals and then just yeah. things that there. I mean some guys do. Baggett's done well there and Martin's done well there, yes. Yep. But there's other dudes you expected to kill I remember Sebastian Tortelli telling me like it's one of the hardest races he's done anywhere and you're like he should crush that race. <laughs> right. Right. So Yep. Uh, so it's really hard to and, say. I don't. I actually, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference from any other normal weekend. Craig's usually in there, so and, uh, I don't think it's a game changer. Cole Seely, who definitely leans more towards having more Supercross skill than outdoor skill, he was phenomenal he at this race. He was great. 
Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. I mentioned that on Twitter last night, and people were like looking at the results, and and they're like, I don't really see it. I'm like, nah, it, I don't know what the result is, but he's had laps where you're like, dude, this guy is for real. Like he's all over Dunge. Like. I think it's just a strange hybrid thing where if you're a guy like Sealy, you can be smart about your line choice and saving energy in spots, and that actually helps more than just being some hammerhead dude who you think yeah. would succeed at that race. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Kyle's got an idea. Kyle, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your idea? Well, first of all, one of these years, I hope to meet up with Weege and have a beer with him and just talk moto with him. And will obviously, you, I'd be the one buying. Will you buy the beer? Yeah, if you buy the beer. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> not buy the beer. Cat. Well, my idea, I'm sure, isn't a new one. I don't even know if it's a plausible one. Um, I remember your discussion within the last week or two about how, you know, starts. I mean, it's always critical. It seems like it's more and more critical. And Supercross, of course, is not the – it's the pinnacle of the sport, but it's more for the spectator, obviously, and not the core of it as far as motocross. Um, how would it be if they were to change up at the start format, possibly doing a staggered start similar to arena cross or possibly even pacing them out like they do whenever they black flag or you know, restart? It, it is interesting. Like, this question isn't as silly as it says, as it seems, because motocross has always been behind a gate. It's always had a, a forward falling or, or, rear, rear, or, or, or rear falling gate. But every other motorsport, including MotoGP, including road race, American road racing, has staggered starts. No one, uh, no other motorsport just drops a gate and goes. So it's not that silly of a question. I mean, it's no, definitely... I, you know what I think the great solution would be? And again, we've dis- discussed over and over how difficult any type of significant change will be. Yeah. So I'm not predicting this is going to happen. I think the best thing you could ever have is, you know, 10 minutes or 10 laps, whatever you want to make the race. And then you have that. That red flag, full course, yellow restart that we've seen once or twice with a mid-race big yeah. crash red flag. Yep. Uh, I think it'd be phenomenal. And I know that there's probably people flipping out right now hearing me say that because it's like spitting on the ancestors of the sport. But you tell me last week, you tell me last week, last week, somebody say that if Tomac had that lead and then you know, well, two minutes from now they're just going to stop it and Dunge is going to be in third. And now Dunge just got to get around Tickle and maybe he can battle him. Tell me you would be like, that sucks. Somebody say that that would suck. Somebody tell me why that would be bad. No, yeah. Well, truth be told, Supercross is really for the fans and it's, you know, more for TV. Motocross is the core of it. And if you want to stay traditional, keep it motocross. How how about this? Whatever you do, look at whether it's going to be more entertaining or not. That's all you have to do. And if it is, you make the change. It's that that simple. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Sure thing. Oh, weed. You got angry child in the background. Yeah, I don't know. I'm walking away. That's how, that's, that's my parenting. Just <laughs> walking away. TruckHero-com, yeah. truck-hero.com. Get data. Uh, also, please, Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, uh, they use Get Data and, uh, and ProTaper. Uh, but, of course, FlyRacing.com. Much more than gear, everybody. Uh, please check them out. Uh, we gave away some 2017 and a half light kinetic mesh, I should say, uh, gear that the riders will be debuting in Daytona this weekend. All right, to wrap this uh, show up, Weege, what do you think is going to happen this weekend? Give us your give us your thoughts. Well, I'm predicting a Tomac win, as I think many would. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm sure no one isn't. Um, this track, I think, just works so well for Tomac, too. When you have a long straightaway of rough terrain, I think he's the best in the business at that particular thing. Um, 
One thing that's so strange about this series, Jeff Hemmig always used to tell me, and he's come from behind in, in, in some championships, that he would take momentum over points at any time. Mm-hmm. You know how angry I get no. over the, yes. oh, this dude can just go 2-2-2-2-2 two, 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 two for the rest of the year. When you win a ton of races and you just keep winning, 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 things just start rolling your direction. It's like the moto gods respect that. Uh this is, I mean, can you? how many seasons? We always say, oh, consistency is where it's at and podiums are where it's at. Dude, how many seasons does a dude just win week after week after week after week and not win the title? It almost never happens. Now, I know someone's listening right now saying, ooh, what about Damon Bradshaw in 1992? I got it. As always, you can take your one example. I will take my 40. Mm-hmm. The dude who wins and wins and wins and wins usually ends up being the champion. So if he keeps ripping off wins like this, there is going to be a problem. I mean, what, let's say Dunge did just get third this weekend and, uh, until Matt wins. Only 19 points. 19 points is not ridiculous with what would be six or seven rounds to go. Mm-hmm. 19 points. Six rounds not to go. Not that yeah. crazy. Yeah. You hear that, Tits? Yeah. You, hear, you hear his logic about Dunge losing his thing? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Tits isn't paying uh, I'll, attention. I'll catch the uh, replay and then I'll. He'll catch the replay. He's, even though he works, he's got a headset on. He'll catch the replay. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, when a guy keeps winning, 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 things tend to work out. That's all. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but I just. Tomac's got such a small margin of error. He's got to win and he's got to get someone in between yeah. him. And that's two things that I don't know if that can happen because one start by Tomac blows it and Dunge rarely blows it. Yeah, I mean that was Atlanta for sure. That was a big setback. That that six point swing basically between winning and not winning and Dungey winning and not getting second. But uh that's what I'm saying. It's the big if. It's the big if Tomac can just win, you know, five out of the last six events of the season or six out of the last seven. That is a huge right. if. But if he does, I think he's in a fine spot where I know most people look at the map and say, it doesn't matter, Dungey will just get second every time. Mm-hmm. Crap just doesn't work that way, man. It just doesn't. So um, um, when you get it rolling, you get it rolling. Where do you stand on two fifties? What do you think? Osborne another win? I do. I, I really do. I'm sorry. Sorry, AC and Christian and and Savachi, who are all cool dudes, but this Osborne trip. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there just hasn't even been a sign of. I mean, the one thing Osborne's got going for him, he's got plenty of experience. He, he's not a wild dude. Um, there just hasn't been any sign of like, ah, but he could throw it away at any moment. Right, right. Um, so. Hey, the the RC. The, before we wrap it up, the RC Amateur Day race. It's one of the big five or six of these stupid amateur races that people you know acknowledge. Is it majors? Majors. Yeah, major. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no mm-hmm. one cares. But yeah. where's the? I mean, to me, we each, I watch the helmet cams and the highlights, and I'm like, really. You people really are basing any decisions on a rider on this piece of crap track on the, on this format? Like, why is this race one of those, and should it be, and how big has it gotten? It's got really big. I, I, the first year, I can't remember what that was, maybe 08 or something, I was like, I don't know. So I'm just letting you know that I'm being fully honest here. The first year or two, the big names weren't showing up. Every entrance seemed like they were either from Canada or Florida, so they were either local or escaping the winter, and that was pretty much it for the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's gotten really big now. I admit the racing, it's just so start-dependent because the races are short and it's not a two-moto format. That's what I mean. That's, main event that's, that's what I mean. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah I, I admit. I, I totally admit that. But what's funny to me is 
people have figured out either right or wrong to justify it, and they're just like, well, that's Supercross, bro. You've got to get the start. And uh, uh, actually, it was McAdoo that got on the radar from this race last year because he got the starts. Fortner did not. And he really made it hard on Fortner to get around him. And people were like, well, that's, that's not nothing. He got the starts. Fortner did not get the starts. Although I should realize now how what we actually saw was a – Smart Top Moto Concepts rider getting the start, and then another yeah. rider being unable to pass him. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. so I mean, okay. All right. I, I just if I'm some if I'm Ron Holiday from Team Green, I'm like, yeah, this race means nothing to me. Nothing. Yeah, like, I agree. But the industry scuttlebutt, and like I said, I don't know if they're justifying right, what right. they decided to spend. But what are we just saying about the actual main event itself? We're like, Potomac has no room for error. If he gets a bad start, he's done. Yeah, no. Uh, they should change the format so uh, it's not so start dependent. Okay, so, oddly fine. enough, we're saying the exact same thing. Yeah, but the track's so knocked down, it's so easy. You know, everything. The Daytona Supercross is a gnarly track, and this this amateur race, that from the highlights I've seen, it looks like it's just a local fair race. I think it's uh, I, you can make up time. I think it's just the finding the place to pass okay. uh, that is the issue. I, I've seen guys be able to, you know, you know, yep. out dragging back somebody or out scrub somebody yep. and do all that stuff. It's making the passes, right. but uh, yeah. I don't know if that's that easy on Saturday night either. Yeah, you tell me Loretta's, you tell me Mammoth. You know, I'll, I'll give you all that. Those are real tracks and real gnarly, and and you got to be the you got to be a man to win there. But just not so sure you got to be a man to win at RC Amateur Supercross. But hey. Whatever. No, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, it's so start dependent. It's just, yep. it's just crazy. But well, we just literally talked about that for five minutes. That the pros are too. So I don't know. They, yeah. They've all they've got to fix it at every level. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Cash me outside. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, thanks, yeah. thanks, Wygant. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Have fun announcing uh, to, to, to Daytona on uh, on Saturday and the RC Amateur on Sunday and uh, whatever else on Monday and um, the quads and the GNCC the next day or whatever it is. So have fun. I'll see you there, right? No, no, you will not see me there. I will not see you there. But you and JT will be doing the wrap-up podcast from Daytona on Sunday. I look forward to that. All right, sounds good. All right, buddy. Thank you. Cool. All right, All right later. See you. That's Jason Wygan of the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Paul Parabinos was earlier. To the guy who won the bars that Paul didn't ship still. He just texted me back. Paul said, my bad. I will do it today. The guy won the bars like two months ago. Beginning of January, yeah. Come on, Parabinos. Flyracing.com, ProTaper.com, get data, and Truck Hero all on board with us. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. Thanks, Dits. I was born in-